Centuries ago, the wizard Merlin broke the borders between fantasy and reality. His error continues to impact events. Myths and modern man walk side by side to this day. My name is John Watson. I'm a medical doctor by trade and a military man by happenstance. Later in life, I assisted one Sherlock Holmes of 221B Baker Street in his efforts as the world's first consulting detective. Now I have an entirely different job. I am charged with the care and leadership of a place built to keep the peace between the fictional and the real world. It's a three-mile-wide steel-fortified base hidden in a top-secret location. It is a place of adventure. Come with me if you don't want that guy bothering you anymore. Of creatures bizarre and frightening. Until then, I'll keep my frying pan ready. From this place, we protect your lives and the lives of your heroes. It is also our home. We call it the Fourth Wall. Previously on the Fourth Wall. But, sir, it's my fault. I should have seen the pilgrim for what she was years ago. Not everyone who has worked for the fourth wall has deserved to do so. You banished them to an eternity of torment? I can only hope, when you get to be my age, you will be able to look back on your own past without a sense of moral contempt. And Westing's friend is missing. Which only complicates matters. You shouldn't blame yourself, Westing. He hid right under all of our noses this whole damn time. I don't blame myself. When the time comes, I'm going to be the one who destroys him. That isn't a request, sir. Journal of John H. Watson, M.D. October the 29th, 2017. The fourth wall is at war. Or at the very least, we're waiting for war to begin. Vlad Tepes has long since pierced the veil the fourth wall was meant to represent. My people are steely in their resolve. But I fear that if Count Dracula has so thoroughly played us for fools, no soul could prepare for his next attack. Unit 477, prepare for opening gate. Sir. Yes. Unit 476 reports no sign of unusual activity. They're requesting permission to return. Permission granted. Abigail Westing represents all the hopes I have for the future of the wall. And Dracula has taken more from her than he has from anyone in a long time. There are times I wish I had never plucked her from the real world to join our cause. It would have been easier on her, I think. Then again, if she hadn't joined us here at the Wall, she would almost certainly be dead by Dracula's hands, or worse. I have not felt this way, this apprehensive, in ages. Extra, extra, read all about it. Austria will have its revenge, world at war. Do you have any idea what those words mean, boy? I just sells the papers, Gov. Fancy one? Hand it here. Holmes? Holmes? Holmes, did you not hear me ringing the bell? There are a great many bells ringing at the moment. I judged it wise to ignore them. Come in, Watson, if you must. Is that all you have to say to me? Yes. No. No. Would you care for some tea? You're equipped to brew tea. Mrs. Hudson? She's gone, Holmes. Is she? That would account for the quiet. She went to stay with her sister in Warwickshire, for all the good it will do her. If every civilized person will be at war in a few months, a cottage in the country will hardly save her. 
Whom are you listening? Western civilization is collapsing around us. I thought Mycroft would have had enough sense and decency to ferry you out of London. Hardly. What hardly? Western civilization is hardly collapsing around us, Watson. Yes, most civilized nations will be at war before the end of the year. The Byzantine nature of international relations has long since ensured that much. The war will last no fewer than three years, but no greater than six. The duration largely depends on when the United States enters the conflict, and which side they join in the fighting. American elections are mercurial and difficult to predict with any sort of accuracy, but I can't imagine a great degree of American sympathy for the Germans in any event. After the fighting, the world's nations will band together in hopes of lasting peace. Well, that is some relief. I... I have not said all. This great banding together will not take. Most political leaders, my brother among them, will assume such a worldwide conflict can never happen again, and overreach to assert their dominance. Another, even larger conflict will spread across Europe within 30 years. After that conflict subsides, the world will descend into a prolonged period of simmering hostility that will last anywhere from two to four hundred years, assuming we aren't invaded by creatures from Mars or some other fanciful notion in the meantime. Thus, Watson, Western civilization is hardly collapsing. It is merely changing forms, as all things must do. I somehow feel less comforted. I never took you to have an interest in politics. I don't. However, the murder of this Ferdinand fellow intrigued me. I merely applied the principles of deduction, the same principles I see you have not begun to understand, to the events both preceding and successive to the assassination. When world history beyond my lifetime began to make itself clear through this process, I suppose my mind ran away with itself. Well... I am truly glad that some things have not changed in the face of the chaos around us. Wait. Yes? You've been gone for some time yourself. Holmes, I haven't lived here at 221B in 15 years. Yes, I seem to recall. There was a, a woman, if my memory serves me. Yes. My wife, Mary. That would be her. You were distracted from the work at hand rather effectively. How is she? She died, Holmes, last winter. Does that mean you've come back to join the hunt, Watson? While we brought the Von Bork matter to a conclusion only two days ago, there is plenty yet to do. No, no, Holmes. We're old men now. I don't think I can stomach chasing murderers into the night any longer. I may need some new form of challenge. Very well. You know where to find me should you grow weary of being old and tired. Yes. Take care of yourself, Holmes. Blazes. I'm afraid we hail from somewhere just beyond the blazes, Doctor. Who goes there? Why are you dressed so strangely? You once proudly served the crown, John Watson. It's time you continued that calling. After a fashion. After a fashion? Different king. King who? King Arthur, my boy. Although, to be perfectly honest, you'd be mostly working for me. And you are? Oh, forgive me. I am called Merlin. Late magician of the Table Round, current commandant of the Fourth Wall Institute. I see. And you're here to offer me some sort of job. Well, 
Your friend in the room upstairs is a little fussy for our tastes, so yes, the offer is for you. <laughs> As I just told my friend, I'm a little old for fanciful adventures, if you will excuse me. Age need not disqualify you, John. We have ways of making you young again. My word. Who is that? Oh, him? Forgive me again. My young assistant here is called Vlad. I have a feeling the two of you are going to become fast friends. Attention for all civilian occupants. Due to an unforeseen emergency situation, the commercial wing is currently closed for staff training drills. While the situation is under control, Fourth Wall Administration urges all civilian fictional entities to evacuate the wall in an orderly fashion. Company! Bats! We will contact you when the crisis has subsided. There is no cause for concern. Everything is normal. No, no, no! You have to be faster! If he gets the drop on you, even for one moment, he'll never let go. Hey, in all fairness, pal, we're using me for target practice. They may just be pulling their punches. Once more, right away. Director on deck! Carry on, good people. Keep up the good work. Westing, fall out of formation. I don't have time to talk right now. We have to get our response time down. Sir. I don't recall making a suggestion. Fall out of formation. Walk with me. We really need to get the base evacuated faster. All of this traffic out of the building is making me nervous. When was the last time you took a break? Your silence is either a byproduct of it being far too long and you don't want to tell me, or it's been far too long and you genuinely don't remember. Hey, where'd you learn deductive reasoning? You're a natural. Wise assery will get you nowhere. That has not been my experience. Your tone tells me you are somehow upset with me. No. No, that's... that's not it. You didn't force me to come here. I made my own choice. Dracula has made his. It's just... I don't know what else to do besides everything I can to minimize his advantages over us. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've ever heard you make that noise before. I'm not entirely sure how to react to it. <laughs> Let's just say... I know the feeling. Vlad! Vlad, are you in here? Yes, John. Watch your step if you insist on coming in. How long have you been awake? With no sun to speak of in this creation of Merlin's, I tend to endure wakefulness for a fair stretch longer. He's calling for us. Very well. I must say, John, in the years since you've come to us, you have brought us careening into modernity. Out with the stone walls and gas lamps, in with steel and electricity. At the rate these men are working, the fourth wall will be firmly ensconced in the 20th century by the dawn of the 21st. <laughs> You're quite right, John. Thankfully, we'll both be around long enough to see that brave new world. How's that now? Never you mind. Have you come up with a solution for our little problem? No. I simply don't know what else to do about these beasts that undeveloped ideas generate. I'm at a loss. Thankfully, I'm not so lost. And I believe Merlin will see things my way. You can't be serious. You're going to suggest we exile them to the void? You came to that conclusion based only on my oblique mutterings? You must introduce me to whoever taught you your deductive reasoning. These creatures 
are frightened animals. You might get me to agree to some humane degree of euthanasia, but banishing them to an eternity of torture is... Inhuman? That's not what I meant. That's precisely what you meant. While I am that old wizard's personal redemption project, I'll never quite be human again, will I? Besides, the old man is out of options for this particular crisis, and the inhuman response is the only one that will work. I'll take it by your stunned silence that you agree. Shall we then? Director on deck. As you were. Mr. Director. I'm merely here to grab something from the office, so unless this is of vital time-sensitive importance... We have reports from the team searching the works of the Lost Generation. Dracula is most certainly not hiding out in Gatsby's mansion, and the search party is finding it increasingly unlikely that he's at sea with the old man. I assumed as much. Dredging up every story from Douglas Adams to Timothy Zahn will get us nowhere. He's already made it to the real world. He'll make his move from there. If you'll excuse us, Agent Westing and I have important business that demands our attention. If there's something that you need from me... Not at the moment, Hawthorne. I'll be sure to let you know. Yes, sir. Westing. Hawthorne. I see the canyon between the two of you is still filled with ice water. Who, Hawthorne? We're fine. We just try to stay out of each other's way is all. Where is it? left it back in... What are you looking for? Ha! Found it. As they say in your world, don't leave home without it. No one says that. Not in 30 years. Director on deck. As you were. You would be well advised to make an ally out of him. Hawthorne? Indeed. If you say so, sir. Don't treat my words like an order, Professor Westing. They are merely the suggestion of an old man trying to outrun his regrets. The work of the fourth wall is difficult. It can be impossible if you do not gather allies when and where you can. Now hear this, now hear this. Part squadron remains of a 1921 Leaping Lena are ready for reconstitution in receiving area Alpha. Why can't we continue to do this the old way? <laughs> with horse-drawn buggies or handsome cabs, we always had to take the old man with us to make sure we didn't burst into flames on the return trip. Now we can go wherever we please, whenever we please. <sighs> Remember, my friend, it was you who wanted all this progress, and now you have it. <laughs> But enough about your increasing decrepitude, or my spry good humor. Chwark! Agents, excuse me, agents. It is I, Reginald, the postmaster's apprentice. What is it, bird? Good, good morning, agents, gentlemen. It's a fine morning for a flight, isn't it? Agent Watson here is feeling a bit glum about his biological deficiencies. So, if you would, refrain from any discussion of immortality or flight. Or we'll get into the various virtues of being blessed with height. Who asked you, you overgrown bat? Um, I mean, that is so terribly sorry to offend, but I bring a message from your home realm, Agent Watson. Oh? Yes, sir. Direct from one S. Holmes of Baker Street. Arrived yesterday in the postal box you keep in your world. I thought you would want to... If you would, please, Reginald, bring the message to my room. I'll read it later. But I thought you... I'll read it later. Yes, sir. Was there anything else? 
Yes, Mr. Merlin has been asking for you. The both of you. I believe he needs you in the room of boards as soon as... Well, now you are a helpful little fellow, Reginald, aren't you? Now go, so that we may continue with our business. Oh, before you go, say it just once, will you? Say it. N never more. <laughs> I love it when he does that. You may go. You ready, John? We shan't keep the old man waiting. You could be a little kinder to your lessers, Vlad. Come now, John. You could be a lot kinder to your friends. If I look at your room right now, would I find a stack of unopened envelopes from... Where was it? Baker Street? <laughs> oh, John. I know you too well. Appliances, women's unmentionables. <clears throat> Sorry, force my head. Oh, for pity's sake, he's asleep again. Commandant Merlin. Mm, mm, oh, you two are back. Please, have a seat at the table. I've carried on this work for far too long. Some 1500 years, in fact. Now I have no designs on an unending life. Does he have to talk this long? Shh, no need to be rude. I must prepare for the day when someone will pick up my mantle and run this place. Our work here is far too important to ever risk uncertainty regarding leadership. The two of you are my finest agents. Credits to stories from which you spring, and both of you have made me very proud. Dr. John Watson, before you came to us, you had devoted much of your life's work to the care and protection of a fictional hero and have proven more than equal to the task of doing so on our somewhat larger scale. I hope you will continue to serve this place for as long as you are able. Hear, hear. I thank you. Both of you. Vladimir Tebesh, Dracula. Son of the dragon and late crown prince of Romania, Wallachia. I cannot talk about you without first admitting my own regrets. I... This place would not be necessary had I not made a grievous error long ago. I must always live with the danger I brought to us all. You, too, must also live with more regret than any one man, one creature ought to bear. And yet, you persevere. In only thirty short years of service, you have become a hero worthy of this place. What's more, you give me faith that there is no sin that cannot be absolved through service to your fellows. You are my greatest accomplishment in the time I have spent here at the Fourth Wall. I thank you, sir. You have brought me closer to reclaiming my humanity than I ever thought I could attain. You have brought yourself there, Vlad. Therefore, I have constructed a document. This is the Fourth Wall Succession Plan. It requires I name a successor. In the events of my death or incapacitation, that person will have exclusive control over the Fourth Wall and its operations. <clears throat> and I do affix the name of Vlad Tepesh, late of the novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. You will make me quite proud, my boy. I don't know what to say, sir. I could not have made a better selection myself. How odd. What's wrong? Your name disappears from the document the instant I write it. 
Why would it do that? It's absolutely impossible. Unless... Unless... Our work here is far too important to fall into palace intrigue, so I added an element to the document for our protection. If the successor named has betrayed the fourth wall, his name cannot be written. He is forbidden from succeeding me as its leader. But what does that mean? Why don't you tell us, Vlad? Where are you taking me? Since Merlin's time, no one besides myself has been to the fourth wall's core. I'm now bringing you with me for a visit. Why me? Oh, I have my reasons. Your weapon, Abigail. I assure you, I am not Dracula in disguise. If you were Dracula, wouldn't you say the same thing? <laughs> I suppose so. Then again, I have consistently failed in predicting what that bastard will do next. I'm not sure about this, John. Nonsense. When you built this place, you had nothing but your wits and ancient spells to complete the work ahead. Well, I had a little more than that. But now you don't have to. With radio technology, communications isn't some exhausting form of divination. Scientists in the real world are working on methods of detecting and tracking items miles away. That doesn't even cover the fictional technology that is available to us. Why, with just a little trading with characters from the works of Jules Verne or H.G. Wells, this place could be the most technologically advanced location in all of imagination. Perhaps. But I've always held that the more mechanized one's life becomes, the more likely it is to break. I thought I was the narcoleptic one around here. My apologies. How long has it been since you slept? Hmm. I don't quite know. Three? Four days? And you still found no sign of him? Even using all of these trinkets? No. No sign of Dracula anywhere since he fled. Have you found any traces of him? My powers have always been weak where he is concerned. It's why I judged it wise to have him on our side. It's the damnedest thing. I've gone over every case, every action Dracula took since he came here. All of them have been above board. You've broken more rules than he has in all that time, John. There's no reason I shouldn't have been able to name him as my replacement. Unless... I grow nervous every time you use that word. The magic I use to make the document is imprecise. That, or I'm growing more imprecise with age. Take your pick. The succession plan might measure a successor's capacity to betray the wall. And his betrayal becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If only I could talk to him. Make him see reason. If he is to see reason, he'll need to find it on his own. Yes. There's something else, isn't there? My mind wanders to old friends with some frequency as of late. Oh? Yes. Since I came here... I have received a deluge of messages from my old friend. A message each week. I've yet to answer, to even read any of them. You're feeling guilty. Perhaps I need to name you as my successor. I haven't received a word from him in three weeks. I'm sure your old friend is capable of finding a new life, just as you have. Yes, Holmes would move on, just as I have. Now that the war is over... He probably has a new set of cases. He might even have a new hat and dutiful toady. And yet? And yet, there's that passing thought that he neglected to extinguish a gas lamp and ignited himself with his pipe, or in his boredom abandoned the 7% solution and now makes regular use of 20. 
I worry that my negligence brought him to some untimely end. If I'm hearing you correctly, John, were I to grant you leave to return home, however briefly, you could relieve some of your agitated conscience. I couldn't ask for that, sir. It's a bargain at twice the price. Now, if it gets you to stop flooding my sanctum with modernity, I might even allow you to recruit agents from the real world. Now go. Extra, extra, read all about it. Armistice signed. My word, boy. Have you not moved from this Baker Street corner in four years? I just sells the papers, Gov. Want one? No. You sure, Gov? There's a story right here on the front page about a fool who tried to make good, only to be convicted of a crime he never committed. Vlad? I ain't got the foggiest idea what you're talking about, Gov. I just sells me papers. Save it. Fine. How has life been treating you, John? Vlad, you can still come back to the wall. And live subservient to you and that damned fool wizard? I bet he's already named you to be the heir apparent. I bet that was your plan all along. That's preposterous. We can still forget all about this and go back to the way things were. Oh, John. <laughs> we're well past that. No, it's not too late. There's a flaw in the succession plan, and it doesn't have to be proven right. Don't throw away everything you've accomplished on a temper tantrum. Temper tantrums are for human beings, John. You said it yourself, lad. You can reclaim your humanity. It doesn't interest me, John. I was never human, and neither were you. We are both products of the imaginations of lesser men. But I can be more than the pages on which I was born. I am more. Now I must go and claim my destiny. It may take some time, but I have an infinite supply. I'd say we'll meet again, but you fictional approximations of human beings are so limited by immortality. Such a shame. Oh, but take heart, John. There are certainly fates worse than death. Take it from your old friend. Vlad! Vlad! Oh my god. Holmes! Holmes, are you here? Holmes! Didn't you hear me calling for you? You have to go, John. I'm feeling quite ill. I was attacked on the street by the newsboy of all people. No. Leave, John, before I drain you of every drop you have left. Holmes, no! <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. I should have known that this was going to happen. Some days I think I've lived too long. 1,500 years is a long time. It's not your fault. There's really nothing left? Baker Street went up like it had been bathed in petrol. It's the only light left in London for my money. All I could recover was his hat. Tragic. Tragic. It took some great doing, but I have shifted the location of the fourth wall. 
He won't be able to travel, find us, or even reach the real world. Unless he's already in the real world. Unless he uses his training to create a method of travel between worlds. Or if he bribes a fictional to give him the parts he needs. All things unlikely. But should they occur, we will deal with them in due time. I want you to know, John, I've named you in the succession plan. Much to my relief, your name remained on the paper. I see. Thank you. Why have you brought me here? This is my magical arsenal. It is filled with every tool I have acquired in the service of my trade. It's packed to the brim. This, Abigail, is what remains of Merlin's magical arsenal. There's not much left. <clears throat> Don't touch that! What is it? That stone was chiseled from the rock that once held the blade Excalibur. I etched the runes on it. I used it to break the boundaries between fantasy and reality. Best not to touch it. I'm not sure what would happen if it were to break. Feel free to look around. One day this will all be yours. You're fifteen hundred years old, yes? Quite so. Although, to tell the complete truth, I did lose count somewhere in the twelve hundreds. I'm already an old man. I'll be sixty-five next July. If I am to ensure that I survive to bring Dracula to justice, I must remove the advantage of his immortality. It would follow, yes. Old age is hardly an issue for vampires, or talking birds, but for men like you and I. It is a problem indeed. A problem we have the power to remedy. Hand me that cup over there, John. I took this elixir 99 years ago, and it has allowed me to keep watch for Dracula ever since. Abigail, if you're going to continue in my work, you will need to remove every advantage from Dracula that you can. You're asking me to drink from this dirty cup made out of rock. Just... One drink, and I'll share in your immortality. Barring grievous physical injury, you might even outlive me. I will end you, Dracula. If it is the last thing I ever do. That's an interesting offer. Watson, we're going to get him soon, and we're going to get him together. But I'm not going to stoop to his level. The fact that I might die gives me something to live for. <laughs> You've made me very proud, Abigail. A long time ago, in a wave of grief I'm sure you now share, I took the easy way to ensure I would have my vengeance. I've regretted it ever since. You know, I think with you on our side, we may win the day yet. I know you've struggled with me keeping you in the dark about why I brought you here. It's probably time I told <gasps> Watson! Did I come at a bad time? Hmm. You remember that summer I tried to get you into Greek food? You said the place smelled like Greece with a C and Greece with an S. You never knew what you were missing. Kind of like me and blood here lately. Each and every drop is like the first sip of coffee in the morning. Incredible. And this one has a touch of immortality. It tastes like cinnamon. <coughs> oh. uh. 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 Is that a new way to treat?
treat your old friend? My friend is dead. <laughs> Hank made me better than your friend. I don't need to worry about rent or bills or anything besides blood. Who's more in control over their life now, hmm? It appears you still have a few worries that need to be addressed. You might be able to fight me to a draw, but then the old guy over there dies. Watson. Yoink. Watson, drink this. Useless. Useless. Westing. You know what you have to do. I'm sorry. No. No. We can get you to the medical wing. <coughs> One more thing. Merlin!